more Pick 6 is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's Pick 6 on Laser 103.3. Tonight, Journey hits the stage at Wells Fargo Arena alongside Toto. One thing I always loved about Journey, especially in the late 70s and early 80s, was how good those albums were front to back, track by track. The band's biggest hits were spread over a number of years, a number of releases. Definitely not a case where they blew all their creative energy on one or two albums. Today, I'm giving you my pick six Journey albums. Starting with number six, 1986's Raised on Radio. The first of the Randy Jackson albums following the firing of the band's original bassist, Ross Valerie. The new blood proved to be a positive thing and that creative boundaries were being pushed, resulting in a refreshing change of pace. Not just thanks to the rhythm section, but also frontman Steve Perry's vocal approach, which was fine-tuned thanks to his experience in making Street Talk, his solo album a couple years prior. At number 5, 1980's Departure. Greg Raleigh's final album before the arrival of Jonathan Kane on the keys, definitely more of a classic rock feel than Journey's ensuing releases, which took on more of a pop and even R&B vibe in places. Nobody's arguing with the results, but there is a nostalgia factor at play when listening to Journey's older albums pre-Escape. Losing Raleigh may have resulted in major gains from a mainstream success perspective, but they would never again be the straight-up rockers they were before 1981. Ranking number four, 1979's Evolution. At this point, just two albums into Steve Perry's run as Journey's frontman, it feels very dialed in. The emphasis on shorter, more commercial songs in the creative process would prove ultimately to be a successful formula, one the band would employ on several future releases as their album sales and popularity continued to soar at the tail end of the 1970s. Coming in at number three, 1978's Infinity. The transition from Greg Raleigh to Steve Perry on vocals was relatively seamless, employing both to sing on their own tracks throughout the album as well as together on the track Feeling That Way. Make no mistake though, bringing Perry in was never meant to continue the frontman by committee approach that started here. Perry was the guy from this point forward and that was clear as day to anyone with a working set of ears. Dude had and has incredible pipes. Tough to compete with that. In at number two, 1983's Frontiers. One of my favorite albums of all time, the Perry Kane writing team really made its mark on this 10-song masterpiece. All the elements of a great Journey album are present, along with a few new wrinkles that help make this one of the band's most diverse yet well-rounded collections as a body of work. From mainstream hits like Separate Ways and Faithfully to rock radio staples like Chain Reaction, this one's got a little something for everyone. And now we're down to the Journey album I believe was their absolute best at number one 1981's Escape this was Journey at the peak of their creative powers the only album of theirs to top the Billboard 200 chart on the strength of mega hits Don't Stop Believing," Who's Crying Now Still They Ride and perhaps their biggest mainstream hit open arms. Cosmically, everything came together in 1981 for Journey. It would never quite swell to this level of success again. Close, but not quite in subsequent years before Perry moved on and the band became essentially what they are now, which is a band that still sells arenas out on a regular basis. Not bad. That is my list today. Thoughts? Opinions? Will I see you there tonight? Share. Was Andy Hall's Pick Six looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick Six is coming at the top of the hour on Laser One Hundred Three Point Three.